in today's show, we've got news about Disneyland reopening, uh, resort updates for Walt Disney World, new security measures at Disney Springs, locking it down. We've got meetups, contests, and some headline news all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right. <laughs> uh, I'll edit this part out. We yeah. Our music machine is dead. So anyway. Yeah. So welcome, everybody, to the Disney Parks podcast show. Hey, if you're listening to the uh, to the show on your favorite podcast uh, aggregator, please know that we do the show live on Monday nights. You can actually get the show two days early, uh, Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time over at Facebook.com forward slash uh, Disney Parks Podcast. We would love to have you there. Come chat, hang out, make some meet and make some new Disney friends. And uh, we would love to have you. You, excuse me, you are always welcome. Uh, and before we get too down into the nitty gritty of the D- uh, Disney news, I want to talk about our sponsor, Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter what kind of, well, there's not a ton of, <laughs> let me go back. As we come to the end, hopefully, of our COVID pandemic, which is now on an uptick. You may be planning some vacations in the far future. We would encourage you to use our good friends at Destinations to Travel. If you're doing a family vacation, uh, a romantic getaway, a destination wedding, a cruise, or a European adventure, or you just want to visit all the parks in the Walt Disney, in the Disney World world, Destinations to Travel is a company that will get you there. Uh, You want to go to uh, Disney Parks Podcast forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel, and there's a quick little form. We ask you to fill that out, and then someone from Destination Travel will get right back to you. When you fill that form out, that lets them know that uh, that you came to them through Disney Parks, and that helps them with uh, tracking and all that good stuff. Um, they've got some stuff planned for August. I'm not sure it's still happening, so I'm going to hold off on talking about it. They've got a really cool thing happening there. Uh, literally, great folks. We have two of their agents on here about once a month. Uh, they're amazing people. Love Disney. Love people. Uh, even if you want to go to um, that dark place down the road that begins with a letter U, you can go there if you want to. It's your call. Uh, go to Destinations uh, to Travel. Uh, visit them at DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel for Destinations to Travel. Uh, all right. So I teased it during our Patreon show. Bum, bum, bum. We've got please. A- We've got a couple of announcements that we would like to make. And uh, just to prove that we are crazy, let me do a little recap. So on Monday nights, what normally happens is we start recording around... 2 o'clock in the afternoon. 5.30. Yeah, 5.30 at night. We're shifting it a little bit, which is which is kind of the impetus for why we're making this subtle change. Um, but normally we do 5.30. We record... Um, the Disney Plus podcast, the Extra Magic Hour, and the Extra Extra Magic Hour show for all of our Patreon family. That's patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks podcast. I'll talk about that later in the show. That's for people who like to support the show, like to get a little bit more uh, Tony and me chatting, having a good time. Just some extra content. We don't repurpose that. We don't post that anywhere else. Uh, it's just for our Patreon family. So what we wanted to do is we wanted you to experience what it's like to be a Patreon. So for the week of January 29th through July, what is that? First or second? We're going to do a free week. Uh, We're going to do some special stuff just for our Patreon folks. so They don't feel like they're, they're not getting their money's worth, but we're going to offer the extra magic hour show, the extra, extra magic hour show, uh, and the Disney plus podcast. We're going to do that as well. Sure. Why not? Give them the full taste. We're going to do the full taste of everything that we do just for our patrons for free for one week. At the end of that week, it goes away. You don't have access to that. So we want to encourage you to come visit. We'll be talking about it more over the next several weeks. Um, 
And uh, this might encourage you to, you know, support the show, join up, be a Patreon. We've got some some really cool stuff. We have rewards. We'll talk about that. And during that week, we have some extra, extra awards. <laughs> oh, God, it's following us. And uh, so, like I said, we start recording early in the day. Well, some things have shifted in my my responsibilities and Tony's responsibilities. So we're shifting some things around. It's not going to affect the 8 o'clock show at all. Um, it's not going to affect the seven o'clock extra magic hour that we do for the patrons, but it created an opportunity. So a crack in the armor, a crack in the armor (laughs) starting this Thursday night at 7 PM Eastern time, we're going to do a live Disney parks podcast infotainment show. We're going to pick a topic. We're just going to talk about it. We're going to chat. Have a good time, but we need you to join us. We need people in the chat room to come hang out and join us and talk and just share your ideas, share your thoughts, share your stories. It's going to be fun. We're going to keep it upbeat. We're going to keep it light. We're only going to do it for about a half hour. Uh, and then we're going to, uh, we're going to put it out. You know, you'll be able to get it on your podcasters and stuff, but we really want you to come join us live. That's the whole point. Uh, so we're going to be starting that this Thursday. At 7 p.m., we'll do some uh, notifications on the uh, in the email newsletter and on on Facebook here and elsewhere. And uh, come join us because we're we're winding up shifting a couple of things. We're going to record a show that night, uh, so we're going to go ahead and do a live thing as well. So that's that's kind of the big news. Those if are the two big things. Did I miss anything? If you have a suggested topic, you can send that to us. Please do. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm just going to pick up an object and we're going to start talking about it. (laughs) Disney mugs. More than just coffee? Absolutely. Um, All right. So let us know what you guys think about that. Let us know what you're excited about. And uh, we will definitely uh, share that with you. The other little itty bitty piece of news. Well, I can't. I don't want to say that. That's bragging. I don't want to brag. But, uh, you know. We had a really cool week. Uh, a post that we shared on Instagram actually got shared by somebody that blows our mind. So yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks. You, if you're listening, you know who you are. You Disneyland sign you, owner, you. That's right, you <laughs> famous person <laughs> with great hair. Um, even at your age, I hate you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you, Mister Toad's Wild Ride. At- Attraction vehicle owner, you. Dude, that's crazy. (laughs) All right, so that's enough of all that kind of stuff. Is there anything else you want to share? I know we've kind of been long in the tooth about this tonight. I apologize. I think we're good. I think we can rock on. There's nothing else we can do then to get into the news. news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. (laughs) Having a tough time over there, pal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, the Disneyland Resort has proposed plans to begin phased reopening on July 9th with the proposed reopening of the theme parks on any guesses? July 17th. Uh, 65 years to the day after the historic opening. What I, did I miss that? 65 years. Yeah, not days. Sorry. 65 years, 65 days. My wife's been working from home for 80 for 90 plus days. So. <laughs> 65 years to the date after the historic opening of Disneyland Park. Uh, Disney is planning to open their theme park gates once again on July 17th, 2020, welcoming guests back to the Disneyland Resort. Disney Parks Experiences and Products today announced, or well, whenever they did this, announced that proposed plans for a phased reopening of the Disneyland Resort pending state and local government approvals uh disney's grand california hotel and spa and disney's paradise pier hotel plan to reopen on july 23rd and the disneyland park and disney california adventure park plan to reopen on july 17th additionally the downtown disney district will begin reopening on july 9th which is kind of what they've done here um, because theme park capacity will be significantly limited to comply with governmental reg reg requirements and promote physical distancing. The Disneyland Resort will manage attendance through a new theme park reservation system that will require all guests, including annual pass holders, to obtain a reservation for park entry in advance. 
theme park reservations will be subject to availability. More details about this new reservation system will be available soon, as soon as they figure it out. At right. the at this current time, there's uh, there will also be a temporary pause on new ticket sales and annual passport sales and renewals. Additional details will be available soon. Uh, you can check out Disneyland.com for more current information. Hmm. So, once approved. The Disneyland Resort will uh, reopen with enhanced health and safety measures. In addition, a guest experience team will be available throughout the parks and downtown Disney District to assist guests with questions regarding the new policies. Certain experiences that draw large crowd gatherings, such as parades and nighttime spectacles, will return at a later date. Uh, while character meet and greets will be temporarily unavailable, characters will be in the parks in new ways to entertain and delight guests. Pending government approval, Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa and Disney's Paradise Pier and Disney Vacation Club Villas at Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, nomenclature, are planned to reopen to guests and members starting on July 23rd. Wow. I know, right? Plans to support physical distancing as well as increased cleaning measures, along with a number of other health and safety protocols, will be implemented as part of the phased reopening of the hotels and the vacation club. Downtown Disney District will begin reopening on July 9th in line with the state's reopening guidelines with its unique variety of shopping and dining experiences, including the flagship World of Disney store uh, with the health of guests and Disney cast members at the forefront of planning. Several operational changes will be implemented based on guidance from health authorities to promote physical distancing and cleanliness throughout the downtown district, Disney district. Excuse me. Wow. Yowza. That's a lot. Yeah. I, I think that. Uh, I think there was a little ruckus online about the date that Disney chose, that it is the anniversary. Uh, it is the 65th and that everybody and their mother is going to want to go because it is the 65th. Had they opened like, say, two day, two days earlier uh, just to let you know, maybe people get it out of their system or maybe given the 17th for pass holders right. uh, and then opened it two days later to the public. That was, you know, something that was being thrown around on the Internet, too, that um, because they chose the anniversary date, everybody's going to want to go because it is the anniversary of the park. Yeah, it's uh, it's a. It's a bold choice for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they're open in the parks. Don't right. let me don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Right. I mean, that's pretty significant. I mean, that's tantamount to we're opening all four parks at Walt Disney World on October first yeah. of twenty twenty. Right. I mean, that's like opening the floodgates. Every Disney fan and their their brothers, sisters, cousins, uncles gonna wanna right. you know come on that day so yeah i totally get it and disneyland no disrespect to our disneyland fans it's already dealing with size limitations yeah right so you know to throw that into the mix right it's uh it's challenging yep uh so in other news uh disney uh, resort hotels uh gave us a little update uh and this came from katie kelly the vice president of worldwide safety services uh there were people we were hearing from now that we never knew existed you know the medical officer <laughs> the worldwide safety services person so, and this was funny. They had posted like a picture of a Disney uh, hotel room and, you know, numbered all the things that they're going to clean. And everybody's comment was, well, shouldn't you have been doing that already? Shouldn't you have already been cleaning those things? <laughs> Is the phone and the remote control on the list? <laughs> yes. Actually, they're being sealed now in plastic after they get cleaned. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, it's got Lysol. that remote control smell. It's got that bleach smell. Uh, uh, okay. If I was Disney, I would just go out and buy new ones. Just after every use, it just gets thrown out, and you just buy a new one. Anyway, I did see a hotel that was doing a phone. Uh, it was Hilton. Hilton is now you can control the phone, uh, the television from your own uh, uh, phone, Android or Apple. They're throwing the the remotes out for it right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, no uh, so anyway, at the resort, uh, staying uh, with confidence starts at check-in with options to use uh, online check-in services at select locations and meet your bell services cast member and lounge at your room with redesigned bell services. Throughout the Disney Resort hotels, they are increasing cleaning in high traffic areas such as elevators, escalators, handrails, benches, tables, handles, restrooms, and much more. Uh, They've expanded the number of hand sanitizer locations in each property. Uh, At the restaurants, lobbies, pools, fitness centers, and other public areas, they are looking to adjust services to enable preventive measures and physical distancing, including reducing capacity where appropriate and implementing enhanced cleaning measures. They are also using a technology to aid them in in their efforts uh, with limited contact services in uh, places at their shopping and dining locations with mobile order, cashless options, and magic bands. Mm. Now, in your room uh, before arrival, every room will be given an enhanced cleaning uh, uh, during your stay, and then light cleaning services, including removal of trash uh, and replenishment of towels and amenities, will be offered every day. And there's an asterisk, obviously, for like DVC and yada yada. Their their housekeeping cast members will receive training on increased cleaning measures throughout the resort hotel. And for each guest room, including updated practices for cleaning tools and managing in-room amenities, linens, luggage, and more. Of course... They, uh, we all have to play an important role in promoting health and safety. We are asking uh, their guests to help by washing your hands frequently with soap and water, following the physical di- uh, physical distancing and other uh, guidelines when you visit, and rescheduling your visit if a member of your party feels ill or is subject to quarantine or other travel restrictions. So they will have more information about the health and safety measures at Disney Resort Hotels where uh, ahead of your visit and continue to monitor the situation. Make adjustments as appropriate and they will be making adjustments as appropriate. Yeah, they're doing that hardcore here. I mean, there people where I've seen posts today, like uh, either today or other days, like they'll go to a store at Disney Springs and it's like we're closed. But you were open yesterday. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing's been happening quite yeah. a lot. So. Yeah, there's a uh, Vero Beach opened, uh, and there were some pictures of Vero Beach today. And, wow. Yeah, and everything is, you know, wrapped and sealed and, you know. Hermetically sealed. Yeah. But it you makes know, you ask that question. Why weren't you doing this before? You know? Right. I know. <laughs> so I remember a story that came out a number of years ago where – in Europe, they were developing bathrooms that would seal, public bathrooms that yes. would seal. Yes, yes. And it would self-clean. Yes. And then it would lower. Right. I'm thinking. <laughs> just, yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. Take all the artwork down, just blast the whole place with liquid bleach. Yeah. Let it drain out. Yeah. You know, blow some fans. Dry it off. Well, uh, hotels are using those high-intensity uh, infrared lights, so um, I can see Disney rolling those into the room, you know, blasting it in there for an hour or whatever it takes. Oh, yeah. um, you know, and then, you know, what also like what Hilton is doing, too, is once the room is clean and sanitized for the next guest, it can't be used for 24 hours. So that does put a little damper in your uh, booking system, you know, because, you know, it's used – and then it has to go unused for 24 hours right. um, so that, you know, everything that is sanitized is not, you know, used in. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Laying yeah. germs and all that other stuff. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. This yep. is crazy. Uh, I mentioned a little earlier talking about Patreon.com for puberty Patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks podcast. Uh, that's really our our family of Disney's friends. If you like what we do here and you'd like to support us to keep us on the air, I know money's tight. I get it. But uh, we really try to provide some special, great content just for our patrons. uh, And uh, we would invite you to do that. And if you're a current Patreon and you're at the $5 level, uh, the Disney Plus show is really, really great. 
and there's some extra bonus uh, rewards at the $10 level. We would love to see you there. Maybe you can, might contemplate uh, upping your your support during the free week. You'll get a taste of what that show's like. Um, so like I mentioned, at the last week of the month, starting on June 29th, I think I said January earlier, I was freaking yeah. out. Um, sorry about that. Uh, June 29th uh, for that whole week, Patreon is free for everybody. Um, Again, we will be doing some special shows, something special for our patrons so they don't feel like they're kind of getting uh, the the raw end of the stick there. Um, We want everybody to experience what it's like to be a patron. So we have not only great shows, but we also have a great reward system. And if you sign up during that special week, we've got uh, some very special Mickey ears that we're going to be sending your way. So as a little added bonus, uh, so go to patreon.com forward slash Disney parks podcast, uh, check it out and let us know what you think. We would love to have you as a Patreon family. Not only do you get the free shows on Patreon every Monday night at 7 PM, we record the show live. So you can be in the chat room there as well. So you can hang out here for a little while. Then we jump right into the live show. It's, it's a fun way to decompress on a Monday. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Okay, so we had a contest. Uh, guess when Disney World opens? Guess when Disneyland opens? I don't have the names of the winners. They uh, know who they are. Uh, they won. Uh, the things have been sent. They probably received them. Actually, I know that uh, they have received them because uh, we did get uh, some thanks of the cool swag we sent. Uh, all right, so last week we had a trivia question. And, John, you ready? Yep. What were the names of the side wheel boats that were used to transport people on the Seven Seas Lagoon in Bay Lake back in the 70s and 80s? And I was really only looking for the name of the boat, but you all gave me the actual name of the boats. Really? And the boat boats. Wow. Yeah. So Uh, weren't they called um, something steamers? Yes, they were called the Excursion Steamers. Ah, that's close. And the two original ones were called the Southern Seas and then Ports of Call were the actual uh, names of those two boats that used to run back and forth. Nice. Yep. So that was the very, very good. We do have a winner. I can't. I can't. I think it's a woman. I can't see her name, but uh, it's going to be in the mail very shortly. Uh, and even if it's not a woman, we don't judge. That's uh, right. It's a person that won, and we're going to send them something. Correct. All right. Next up, uh, this week's trivia question. You ready? Yeah. Name mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. rooms in mm-hmm. the Adventurers Club. Mm-hmm. Now, There's- a lot of you probably know that off the top of your head. Some of you may even have to Google it. Uh, but name there's four there were four distinct rooms that four in the adventures club what were the names of them uh john I got, you, you gotta I got, guess go ahead i got this it's the stretching room okay it's uh wendy's bedroom yes it's the um it's the uh the jail yes and it is uh it's uh hang on don't tell me it's a, a star tunnel very close dang yeah. Which one did I get wrong? A uh, store tunnel. <laughs> oh, that's my. <laughs> you had me right up until the store tunnel. Oh well. Uh, if you do know the correct answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail dot com. Sweet. Uh, I also would like to remind you that as of right now, I have not received the call from the Four Seasons. Uh, so we are still on for July 18th at Ravello. If you do want to come, please go to facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Click on events and go over there and RSVP. Uh, it's going to kind of have to be a little bit limited because... Um, they're going to try and social distance us. We can only have so many people at a table before it goes into the we're breaking the rules category. So, uh-huh. so we, I mean, we could have multiple tables, but it would just be silly. Me and John can only sit at two and then there'd be a bunch of you at a third table and it wouldn't be very entertaining. Yeah. Or maybe it would. Maybe you'd be fine. We don't know. But so don't underestimate our, our, our friends. I don't. I don't. They'll they'll figure it out. They they'll find a way. <laughs> they'll let it go. Uh so we're still on for July eighteenth. Uh 
officially starting at 10.30. Try and get there around 10, 10, 15. So we make sure we have everybody. And then uh, the show will go on the road. Nice. Okay. Good. Good, good. Okay. So, uh, uh, lawyers never sleep. <laughs> they never sleep. The The headline is Disney sues over 2019 Walt Disney World property tax assessments. Oh, you done done it now, Orange County. Right. Disney has once again sued the Orange County property appraiser, Rick Singh, over property taxes, this time for the 2019 assessments on Walt Disney World theme parks, resorts, and other buildings. Oh, you think Disney's going to give you that money just because you say? Uh, no. <laughs> Currently, there are dozens of cases pending in Orange, Orange County Circuit Court mm-hmm. uh, going back to 2016. Beth Watson, spokesperson for Singh's office, claims in a statement that Walt Disney World, and I'm quoting here, had been undervalued for decades by previous property assessors. (laughs) No, excuse me. Frog in my throat, allegedly. (laughs) She continues, and I quote, again this year, the Disney organization has chosen to use the court system to dispute the value of its property in Orange County and thereby pay reduced property taxes that would benefit area infrastructure and public schools. The Orange County property appraiser looks forward to defending these values in court on behalf of the citizens of Orange County. Mm-hmm. So this responsibility to the community is upheld. Mm-hmm. So um, Disney spokesperson Jackie Waller responded to Watson's statement, and I quote, girl, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, as we have shared before and as a matter of public record, we, meaning Disney, have challenged the property assessor's assessments and will continue to dispute the errors by the property assessor uh, as any property owner in Orange County would do. Disney shared some of the assessed values in its theme parks. Magic Kingdom, how much do you think that place would be assessed for? What's the uh, boardwalk worth? Like three, three fifty, <laughs> something like that. Um, Magic Kingdom is going for five hundred million. Mm. Epcot, five hundred thirty-nine million. Right. Hollywood Studios, a mere three hundred ninety-four million, <laughs> the cheapest of the lot. And Disney's Animal Kingdom is is at four hundred thirty-five million. Oh, it's the smallest. And and here's the thing. <clears throat> so this also, you know, so these numbers are out, right? So you say, <laughs> oh, I've Magic Kingdom's worth four. So that almost like puts a price tag on it. You know, like if somebody wanted to, you know, buy Disney. Mm-hmm. Now they got a price value. I mean, they could do the, the research anyway. They, I mean, mm-hmm. property appraisers are public records. You go get them anywhere. But now, now it's got a price tag, you know. So now somebody can do some math and go, well, it's worth that. Too. It's worth this. Yeah, it's and worth that. This. And then, all right, great. And I'll tell you something at the end, but go ahead. So in the court documents, Disney did not indicate that they feel uh, – what they feel would be a more corrected value of the properties just that the 2019 numbers numbers were excessive end quote disney also claims that seeing was and i'm quoting not following professionally accepted appraisal practices end quote adding that the quote assessments do not represent the just value of the subject property as of the lien date because they exceeded the market value end quote I want, I'm using all these quotes because I don't want to get sued. Right. Watson responded that the appraiser's office is, and I'm quoting again, fair and equitable to everyone, end quote. One of the many lawsuits over the last few years has made it to trial. Disney prevailed in that case, but Singh's office appealed the decision, meaning the case is still pending. Ding, ding. Jeez, <laughs> oh, keep him in the courts, kids. Keep him in the courts. That's right. What were we going to add on? Yeah, so here's the thing. So, you know, Disney also defends these things because it does also affect DVC. Uh, you know, property tax is passed on to DVC owners. So, for example, I my home resort was Bay Lake Tower. Yep. And uh, we were, uh, according to Disney, overappraised because of our proximity to an overappraised theme park. Mm. So, you know, they're saying the Magic Kingdom was overvalued and then Bay Lake Tower was then being overvalued because of its proximity to something that was being overvalued. So our 
you know, monthly or yearly dues, maintenance fees, whatever you want to call them, went up a, a lot because those property taxes are passed on to the owners. It, you know, they're not going to suck it up and eat it. Yeah, Somebody's right. got to pay for it. And it was yeah. us. So, uh, you know, that is another reason they try to defend these numbers in court is because it does affect uh, their DVC owners uh, as well. So just throwing that out there, too. Yeah. Okay. I saw this the other day. I tried to go see this the other day. I didn't see this the other day, but I will tell you about it. <laughs> there are new security measures being uh, tested at uh, Disney Springs. So, as we know right now, A, uh, the parks are closed, B, Disney Springs is open. And see, they still are trying to close the security loop at Disney Springs, meaning that there are currently no bag checks at Disney Springs. You can walk in there with any kind of bag and nobody rifles through it. And that's the way we live. Now, what they're testing is a new system that will allow people to freely walk through something and it will have artificial intelligence that will alert them to possible bad things you may be carrying on you. Okay. Uh, Define bad. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, they'll tell you if you have dirty underwear or if you don't have any deodorant on or. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that rules out half the nations in Europe. Uh, all right. So Walt Disney World is testing a new security uh, a scanner technology with guests at Disney Springs. Uh, I think this was in the Lime Garage, I believe. I can't confirm or deny. I was in the Orange Garage. I did not see it. And it was the only garage open at the time. So I'm assuming it was over long. Anyway, the new contactless, it's not going to touch you, body scanner is powered by a company called Evolve Technology, E-V-O-L-V Technology. Mm -hmm. And I would tell you to go Google that and then go watch the video because it's quite interesting. It's said to be able to screen guests quickly and safely over 3,500 people an hour can mm -hmm. walk through this thing. So that's a lot. Imagine if you didn't have to wait to get into a park. Just throwing that out there. Mm. Uh, if implemented at the Disney uh, parks, the technology could help drastically decrease the wait times at theme park checkpoints. Guests would no longer have to open all their bags uh, to Disney security officers. That means nobody would have to touch it. Nobody would have to rifle through your things. It would all be contact and touchless. The Evolve technology states that these new scanners can check over 30, excuse me, 3,600 people an hour. Visitors can walk through side by side or in groups. The scanners are made to detect guns and other type of weapons. And the system is uh, made to display where the potential threat is on a person's body in their bag uh, to security members in real time. I also uh, read, I think it can do temperature check. And yeah. it's got a blacklist that it does face ID. So if somebody's banned from the park, it will also tag them and say this person has been banned. Is you know, on a no fly list. You know those, uh, you know, like the how it's made videos, and and they make those little things, and like yeah. a little puff of wind blows the one. Yeah, thing that's not right. Wouldn't it be cool if they had one that was human size? <laughs> so like, here's John. He's got a blacklist. <laughs> All of a sudden, John goes flying off, never comes back again. That'd be great. <laughs> Unless you were me, and then that would suck. <laughs> Just sucks you back into the uh, security. <laughs> it's my car. Uh, Get out. God. Um, the system is made to be smart enough to distinguish uh, personal items such as cell phones and wallets and, and non-threat items, obviously. Uh, the Evolve Express scanner can even check the temperature of guests as they walk through. Visitors can be screened for elevated skin temperatures or weapons all at once. This all-in-one system seems to be a no-brainer for Disney as a way to do security and temperature checks all at once. And the quicker the system would also drastically uh, lower the wait times and security checkpoints. It could also eliminate the possibility of passing any viruses from bag to bag where Disney could do that by touching things every 
five seconds. Uh, right. Disney security offers uh, to the guests and their employees. Strong security measures won't. Uh, s- strong security measures don't seem to be very magical, but uh, for the Disney magic to happen, safety comes first. Whether checking for weapons, body temperature, it appears Disney is looking forward to new ideas and solutions. If the Disney Spring Test goes well, we may see this at park opening uh, here in the U.S. Uh, you know by July. Mm. Uh, so. I, I'm I'm game. I'm down for it. If you if you can make it so that I don't have to get stopped and get yelled at by a security person right. uh, for things I have or don't have in my pockets, uh, I'm all for that. Sign me up. And I really listen. I know they're getting my facial ID anyway, so you can just tack that on the list of things you're gathering as I come into the park anyway. I don't care. You know. I I have some alternative thoughts on it, but I will not share them publicly. <laughs> I don't the park. The parks is fine. It's Disney Springs. It's the one that yes. I have a little bit of a sticking point on. Mm. Um, you know, Disney going to Walt Disney World. There's a certain expectation of one way in, one way out. Disney Springs is not. So I, I have a little bit of a problem with that. But yeah, you know, yeah. you know where I, you know, you know where I'd love to see these. The airport. Oh my God! Yeah. The technology exists, but they have unions that are probably keeping them from from utilizing it because, you know, we have to pay those people to work them. Well, I would think the security union would hate to eliminate 25 percent of the security force at That's Disney. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> you know. That's exactly what I'm saying. But you do need uh, a certain amount of people, A, to still be there because there will be people that will right. try to just run through. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, because I don't think it uh, – allows for running i think you kind of have to be walking uh b to be holding the ipad or be sitting near a screen to be checking for said bad people and things so i don't think it's going to completely eliminate people at this group it would certainly reduce And, and like the thing i was telling you the other day too was you know they just built all of these great big bag check areas at all the parks you know they moved them further out they made them bigger they made them wider mm-hmm. and now they're all for not <laughs> well I, you Possibly. know the structures the structures can go yeah because the tables have the place to house right. the right. house the systems right right the tables uh, can go the awnings and things can yeah. stay yeah yeah all right yeah. sorry i do have a little bit of bad news we, we found this out the other day and i was kind of saddened by it the walt disney world swan and dolphin food and wine classic has been canceled right it's a heartbreaker for me right. um unfortunately the food and wine classic that we've we've been to many times and it's great um it has some pros and some cons uh it was scheduled to take place on november 6th and 7th at walt disney world swan and dolphin has been canceled due to ongoing concerns about covid19 the annual event typically features wine and beer seminars tasting stations live music uh along with chefs from the hotels restaurant uh on hand to describe their dishes uh and there's a whole lot more with that as well a spokesperson from the resort stated that their hope is to reschedule the popular event uh, for 2021 but that date has not been determined uh, if you've already purchased tickets you should be receiving information about your refund uh, from brown paper tickets now please well you don't have them button to play um consider this rumor have we not been hearing rumors that they were thinking about canceling this anyway yeah i heard that too that the the person that was in charge of it either went to a different resort or is no longer with the company right something like they, that they were the, you know, like the push behind it. So now they're gone. They're like, I really don't want to do this. Right. You know, which is sad. Super sad. Yeah. It, I, well, my thing is I never thought there was enough food. There was more booze than food. Yeah. So I was always hungry at that event. But, Truth. Uh, you know, I, I, I would have liked to see more of a balance. It's my only yeah. complaint. Yeah. You know. But ticket price wise, it was pretty reasonable, you know. Right. And then when I say things like that, people say, well, you could go there and get to, you know, two at a time. Yeah, I can. But I'm still hungry because it's only the size of a right. Snicker bar, a mini right. Snicker bar. Right. Absolutely. 
All right. Uh, I think some of this is rumor, too, that we're going to talk about. Uh, but the NBA, uh, it, hopefully this will just get started soon. We can stop talking about mm-hmm. uh, the NBA is to utilize uh, three resorts. Uh, and it's still kind of undetermined. The uh, NBA is finalizing its details regarding partnership with uh, Walt Disney World players will be reporting uh, reportedly be spread among three unspecified Disney owned resorts. And we can all guess which ones those are. Uh, in this latest update, the NBA reporter Keith Smith indicated that the NBA will have a presence at three separate resorts on Walt Disney World property, while two parties have agreed in principle to host the league. Operations begin in July. Many details are still being worked out, including the resorts that will be made available to the league. Smith states that Coronado Springs will be the primary hub. I agree with that. But other Disney-owned and operated deluxe resorts are likely to be involved as well, and which ones are to be determined. Right. Per Disney sources, resorts uh, for the NBA are still being negotiated. Teams are now likely to be housed in three different resorts. Coronado Springs will be the primary, but other Disney-owned and operated deluxe resorts are likely to be involved and in which ones have not been decided yet. With Disney Vacation Club having a presence at most deluxe properties, it remains to be seen exactly how much separation will exist between NBA players and the general public. Okay. Virtually none, if I had to guess. Yeah, if they're going to be in the lobby, there's going to be people waiting for them. I can just tell you that. Yeah. That's just the way that's yeah. going to happen, people. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. going to be uh, that's going to be an issue. Yeah, if they don't open those resorts; they won't have that problem unless they, you know, just backdoor them to every resort with security or sheriffs or something. Anyway, in recent days, uh, we've seen drastic reduction in DVC uh, villa availability at Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, Lodge, uh, Jumbo House, and Disney's Riviera Resort. However, many members are still holding uh, reservations for these properties from July forward, and these have no reports of a mass reduction effort on DVC part. Now, I don't think it's going to be... uh, those two. Uh, I think it's going to be Caribbean Beach. I think they're going to leave the DVC as much as they can for the DVC people because they don't have enough rooms for them to use anyway. Why would they steal more from them and make their lives a bigger, more miserable mess? My guess. I'm just, that's what I'm assuming. Uh, Disney and the league may be discussing plans to host players at other deluxe resorts with uh, physical separate separation between players and the public, Uh, placing athletes on separate floors, separate wings, or even separate buildings in certain resorts may uh, be adequate to suit their needs. The only deluxe resort without a Disney vacation club component is Disney's yacht club. Okay, put them there, which is still uh, physically linked to Disney's uh, Beach Club, which is a DVC. All right. Uh, Smith also says that it will be up to the NBA to decide now how to assign rooms among the various teams, broadcasters, referees, and other league personnel participating in this venture. Wow. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. If they go with like Coronado and then Caribbean, obviously the players are going to stay in the nicer rooms and then the staff and you know, the broadcasters and referees are going to stay at something a little less nicer, like Caribbean beach. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, that's a terrible resort. I'm just saying it's not that resort. It's not, it's not a deluxe. Right. Well, you also have to factor in that you've got different levels of players. They're going to want higher end facilities. Sure. But, you know, most of these guys are tall. Yeah. He's, aren't They're made big. for folks. Yeah. So, all right, whatever you say, kids. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Um, speaking of DVC, <clears throat> Disney DVC restaurants are reopening in June, identified. Really? Uh, Walt Disney World has issued a return-to-work notice for cast members at select dining locations, giving us a preview of which restaurants are likely to open on June 22nd and which are still apparently on hold. I think that we should also factor in that this NBA thing is a big deal because those people are going to have to have places to eat. 
So labor organizer Local 737 Unite here has shared a list of food and beverage locations. Well, that's a crazy name. Uh, has shared a list of food and beverage locations uh, for which distant cast members have been recalled to work. All of them are at resorts scheduled to reopen on June 22nd. What a coincidence, which includes all of the Disney Vacation Club Resort, plus Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Capground. The venues are as follows. Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Sanaa, and Lounge, because, you know, basketball players got a drink, yo. Right. Uh, the Magi and the Mara. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Magi. The Mara. That's a little gift shop, right? Yep. Magi. I know what tomorrow is. Uh, Disney's Boardwalk Inn and Villas, uh, Trattoria Al Forno, Pizza Window, uh, and the Boardwalk Bakery. Hey, get your coffee. Uh, Disney's Contemporary Resort, The Wave, and Contempo Cafe. Hey. Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. And Ca- oh, wait. So you're trying to tell me the basketball players are going to be coming to Disney and they ain't going to want to eat at Chef Mickey's. I mean, come on. It's close. They're not going to swing their towels around and get stuff all yeah anyway um the way the contemporary cafe disney's fort wilderness resort and campground p and j's takeout and the meadows snack bar Mm -hmm. Uh, disney's grand floridian resort and spa the grand floridian cafe and gasparilla island grill will be open disney's uh, old key west resort featuring olivia's thank god and good to go uh disney's polynesian village resort kona cafe captain cooks and the pineapple and i because you know you got to have a dole whip. You got to have a dole whip. <laughs> hey, you just won your game at the NBA at Disney. What are you going to do? I'm going to dole whip. whip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have dole whip nachos. Yeah. Uh, Disney's Riviera Resort featuring Topolino's <laughs> Terrace and Bar, Primo Piatto, and Le Petit Cafe. Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa featuring the Artist Palette and the Paddock Grill. Disney's uh, Wilderness Lodge featuring the Whispering Canyon Cafe and Roaring Fork. Uh, I don't, that'll be interesting. Hmm. Uh, Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resort, uh, Beaches and Creams open. Thank God. And then the Beach Club Marketplace. Missing from the list are the most signature dining locations featuring California Grill, Victorian Albert's, Flying Fish Cafe, Chico, and Yachtsman Steakhouse. Also absent are self-serve dining venues and character meals, which officials have advised against as long as COVID-19 is a threat. Included are Chef Mickey's Cape May Cafe, (laughs) 1900 Park Fair, and BOMA. Why? Why do you think the signature restaurants are not open? I don't get that one. It, I don't I, this, I, maybe I'll take a stab at this. They can only go to 50% capacity and to fire these things up and pay all those people for that high-end service because they get paid a lot for working in these signature restaurants mm-hmm. is probably not worth the profit that they're not going to make. Try this on for size. Okay. <clears throat> um, California Grill. Mm-hmm. Out, probably not Victoria and Alberts. Mm. Flying Fish Cafe and Gico. Mm-hmm. If the if the players and coaches and staffs are staying at certain resorts mm. to have better access to these places, mm. who's to say that they're keeping them closed to keep oh, yeah. them separated from the public so they sure. can have a nice dinner? Right. Um. Anyway, Topolino's Terrace and Trattoria Alforna typically host this in character breakfast, but it seems unlikely that the characters will be present upon reopening. Other table service locations not currently recalled staff includes, oddly enough, ESPN Club, Disney's Boardwalk, and the Turf Club at Saratoga Springs. Hmm. Okay. So if Turf Club is closed, where are you going to eat <laughs> Saratoga Springs? Nowhere. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Disney Springs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where you're eating. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, I am the baby. I am the mama. Uh, not the mama. <laughs> not I the mama. <laughs> never did like this show. No offense, guys. <laughs> All right. Disney, the TV show is coming to Disney Plus this fall. Uh, dinosaurs, uh, the hey. TV show. What did I say? Disney. Oh. Dinosaurs, the TV show is coming to Disney Plus uh, this fall uh, during the airing of Ryan Reynolds' new ABC TV show, uh, Don't. And I saw it and it was 
Okay, not great. Uh, the fame actor and businessman shared that, or uh, in the prep up shared that the early 90s hit show from ABC uh, Dinosaur is on the way to Disney Plus sometime this fall. Reynolds did not give any specific dates, but it comes as no surprise that Disney is looking to add nostalgic titles to its streaming service to allow subscribers to enjoy their favorite shows while growing up and raising their families. Not familiar with the series, I say to you? Well, <laughs> here's a little synopsis of the show. Dinosaurs, like humans in the 1990s sitcom, set in 60,003 BC in a Pangean. Try again. 60 million. Oh, uh, 60 million. Sorry. Uh, blue collar dinosaur Earl Sinclair tries to cope with short tempered boss Bradley Richfield of the Waseo Corporation so he can put food on the table for his large family. Sweet natured and long suffering wife Fran, rebellious teenager son Robbie, shop till they drop daughter Charlene, and precocious baby, not to mention. Uh, his crusty mother-in-law Ethel right on, on his rare night out Earl and his pals uh, with buddy uh, Roy Hess the dinosaur TV show is coming to Disney Plus this fall uh, I believe the company's name is We Say So We Say So okay Who Says So We Say So We Say So I uh, I I think Terry Harding was saying they may be doing more oh uh, really yeah I don't know. I I never I never liked that show. It was like a per- precursor to The Simpsons for me. Right, right. Um, well, it all they, they were all around the same time, like Alf and uh, this show. There was a bunch of dinosaur shows all around the same time. It was yeah. like the in thing uh, at the time. So, yeah. I think that if they're Disney, <clears throat> Disney Plus, Park Opera John. Nice to see you. Thanks for coming. If you're looking for uh, nostalgic TV shows that you can put on. Sure. It's not like you've got years and years of stuff from the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, let me share with you some of my personal favorites. You know, the world of color. You know, Disneyland with Walt Disney. Anything with Walt Disney in it or in the title. There's some nostalgic shows that we would love to see. Right. The demographic that you're missing. Yeah. You know. Right. Uh, why? Why is? Why did uh, Star Wars? You know, do so well on Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, uh, because it was kind of in the age range that that you were looking for. It, yes, there's a lot of younger Star Wars fans, but it's me and Tony. Right. There's there's one good chunk of demographic. Yes, the kids are there. Yes, the teens are there. Right. But if you're looking for nostalgic TV shows, I'm not so sure. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. I, would, yeah. I was never really a big fan of dinosaurs. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong in a chat room. Right. I'm sorry. I'll give it a shot. We'll right. see what happens. Uh, Tables of Wonderland memberships will be extended for the number of days the parks have been closed. Oh, my God. We got a great deal. Anyway, we've got some good news for Tables of Wonderland members. Despite the Disney World parks being closed, Tables of Wonderland memberships will be extended. uh, The total number of days the parks have been closed. So Tables of Wonderland is a dining discount program or annual pass holders, Florida residents, and Disney Vacation Club members. It's good for 20% off of food and beverage at any Walt Disney World Resort hotel and theme park restaurants and lounges. The discount is good for up to 10 guests in your party. Wait, when did that start? That's always been a, a perk, up to 10 people. Oh, well. But they all have to pay on the same check. On the same check, yeah, that's right. Uh, members also receive special dining offers, invitation to special dining events, and complimentary resort hotel valet uh, and theme park parking for dining purposes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you mean theme park dining? Theme park parking for dining purposes? Yeah, so if uh, you're going to, say, um, be our guest, Mm -hmm. you can say that you have a reservation, show your tables in Wonderland, and uh, they will let you park for free at the Magic Kingdom. Or same thing at Epcot. If you're saying you're going to be in Napoli, um, they'll let you park at Epcot for free. But if you're an annual pass holder... If you're not an annual pass holder, you have to pay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. 
Uh, Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge uh, reopened on July 11th with Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios opening on the 15th. Tables and Wonderland members will be able to use their discounts again very soon. So that's one of the things that, you know, we've been trying to get back up and running. I think at Disney Springs is, is yeah. Tables and Wonderland. Yeah. But yeah. it's great. I dig it. Something you're to look into. It's like a buck and a quarter for the year. Right. If that's, Right. Uh, and if you're going to tip anyway, yeah, take 20% off right. the app gratuity on it, 18%, which is nothing. Right. You're going to pay that anyway. So you save you save some pennies there. And it applies to alcohol during dinner, I think. Yeah, it does. And uh, if you're a local, it's it, it's well worth it. it I mean, that yeah. and valet parking, are, it's a win-win chicken dinner. Absolutely. It's a must-have. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So if you are coming, uh, let's give you some suggestions for guests uh, with upcoming uh, reservations. Uh, how the online check-in process is going to work. Uh, so Walt Disney World uh, hotels are opening later this month. Uh, oh, we should have like a countdown clock. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Uh, latest month. Disney is suggesting that guests with upcoming reservations use the online check-in to help with their social distancing efforts. Using the online check-in will also allow guests to avoid delays because there is not going to be a lot of people at the front desk, I can tell you. Uh, online check-in uh, allows guests to go directly to their room once they arrive at the hotel, assuming it is ready. Mm-hmm. The process can be done in advance on Disney World website or in the My Disney Experience app. Guests will need their magic band or use the unlock a door feature on their phone in order to enter their room. Mm-hmm. So using the online check-in, guests uh, can take advantage of the direct-to-room service. If you are unfamiliar with the service, here's how it goes. Follow these easy-to-enjoy direct-to-room <laughs> ser- service at Disney Hotel Resorts. Step one, link your Disney Hotel reservation to your Disney account. Step two, use the online check-in service prior to arrival. Step three, on your arrival day, use the My Disney Experience app to get real-time resort reservation updates, including a notification when your room is ready. Step four, when you receive the notice that your room is ready, simply use your My Disney Experience app to find your room, unlock your door with either your magic band or the unlock door feature on the My Disney Experience app. It's as simple as that. Four steps. A bing, a bang, a boom. And you're done. Now, if you arrive before your room is ready, and you will, make sure notifications are enabled for your My Disney Experience app. Disney will notify you as soon as your room is ready. Check-in time for all Disney resorts is 3 p.m., except for Disney Deluxe Villa Resorts, which have a check-in time at 4 p.m. And they all have a checkout time of 11 a.m. 11 a.m. <laughs> 11 a.m. That's right. Good job, Uncle Tony. Yeah. Uh, Marit's Patisserie at Disney Springs reopens with new safety measures. Oh, boy, did they. <laughs> no trip to Disney Springs is complete without yummy Dis- Disney treats. Except... Anyway, uh, for some of the best desserts around, there's no better option than Amorite's Patisserie. Uh, However, due to the coronavirus closures, we have been deprived of our favorite baked goods for several weeks. But at last, as of Friday, the 5th of June, they have reopened to the public. Since suspending operations on March 17th, Disney Springs and Walt Disney World began a phase reopening on March 20th this year. Select stores and restaurants have been accessible since then, but notable others have remained closed. Emirates on the market side of the Springs is now welcoming back guests. They've implemented new safety measures for the health of their guests, starting with masked employees to open and entry exit and entry doors, reducing the need for people to touch handles. No touchy. No touchy. 
If germs on hands are still a concern, hand sanitizing stations are located in the front of the entryway. Upon entering, guests will notice social distancing markers on the floor where they are to line up in order. All employees are masked and gloved for your protection. And a partition adds an extra protective layer between cast members and customers at pay stations. Aside from that, Emirates remains largely the same, offering the same delicious treats we love. They've included a little Clorox in each cake now. (laughs) (laughs) And a little sanitizer wrapping on top. A little sanitized Clorox in the cake just to make it. Just to make it special pretty. Mm. All Uh, right. You ready? How about a little... Headline news. And now the headline news. Sounds <laughs> great. All right. First up, Disney Skyliner cabins have returned to the air. Saw that yesterday. Yeah. I drove by and I was like, oh, the uh, Skyliner's back up. Yeah. Speed testing it, get ready to open. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the monorails running around again, too. Yeah, it'd be nice. Uh, the old bag, the old bag check uh, area has been demolished at uh, Animal Kingdom uh, ahead of its reopening. And they're going to have a that was crazy. fancy schmancy new one. Yeah. Yeah. A little further away. Uh, new Magic Band orders are now available as Disney World prepares to reopen. So uh, if you are coming, you can now order Magic Bands online and you can do customized ones and, you know, up. Uh, Upgrade to the premium ones. That's all available online now. That's mm-hmm. back up and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disneyland sent out another wave of cancellation emails targeting stays through July 22nd. So uh, apparently there was a bunch of reservations they wiped from the system. So you may, if you did have a reservation, you may receive a sorry. You have to rebook now. Yay. Uh, Tri-state. Travel restrictions. So this people in uh, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut uh, currently set to expire before Disney parks uh, reopen. Now, I had, I heard two things. I heard, yes, it was going to expire, and B, it didn't have an ex- expiration date. Really? So I don't know which is the right and which is the wrong. Uh, I've reached out to the county, and... They did not give an answer. They said, it's a governor thing. You're barking up the wrong tree. I said, well, give me the governor's number and I'll text him. The governor of who? Uh, Florida. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. It's not a county thing. It's a governor thing. Uh, now, this is uh, interesting. <laughs> and when I say this, please don't shoot the messenger. Face masks are recommended but no longer required in Orange County, California. Oh, dang. Not Florida, Orange County, California. You teased me with it. You teased me with it. Now, if they're going to open Disneyland, are you telling me they're going to get to go to the park without a mask? Well, they are Disneyland, and they are special in the eyes of God. Because then I'm living in the wrong Orange County. (laughs) I'm just just saying. If you like your tax the way that it is, you're living in the right county. I don't know. Jan would probably argue with that, but I doubt it. Yep. All right. Give Kids the World is remaining closed indefinitely. Okay. And this is weird because they've done a couple of fundraiser events recently. So if you're closed, you're closed. What do you, you know, you you don't need money. I don't think (laughs) Right. You're not right. paying anybody. No. All right. Uh, Storm Along Bay will not immediately reopen at the beach club. So no nice, fancy sand bottom pool to be in. So sorry. Yeah. Nope. Uh, and now there's a baby, uh, baby Yoda balloon available at Disney Springs. And I'm sure it'll be in the parks when they reopen, too. Oh, uh, they done broke it now. They've broken the Internet now. Yeah. Yeah, and I will say that there is a, now a new problem at Disney Springs because they're selling balloons. Uh, you know where like Columbia is, and uh, uh, 
you know, stores underneath the big canopy there before or after Wolfgang, depending on which way you're going. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's yeah. all balloons now up in the ceiling. Whoopsie. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I'm the after hours balloon retrieval expert. What do you do? <laughs> well, uh, after hours, I walk around with a uh, with blow dart and I go. <laughs> <laughs> That's enjoyable. How's your neck? Ah, it's killing me at the end of the day. Well, maybe it just lays on a cart. Yeah, wheel me over, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I got a baby Yoda at six o'clock. <laughs> I can't shoot the balloon. He's just too damn cute. <laughs> oh, gosh. When I passed the balloon guy, uh, you know, by the Lime Garage, and just by happenstance, I kind of like glanced up and I was like, oh, look at that. They have a new problem here at Disney Springs. All the balloons are up there. <laughs> it's funny. I never look up when I'm under there. Yeah. I yeah. should I should look up. When I, I think it was getting cloudy and I wanted to make sure it was getting out before it started raining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understood. I understood. All right, my friends, that brings us to another exciting end to the uh, Disney Parks podcast. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of the live show. If you're in the chat room, you're always welcome to join us on Monday nights at 8 p.m. And uh, we are going to be starting a brand new uh, fun half hour of infotainment on Thursdays at 7 p.m. here. Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Come find us over on Patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. We'll have some more information about the free week. Uh, we uh, love to have you over on our uh, YouTube, our Instagram, uh, and Facebook. It's all Disney Parks Podcast. We would love to have you on our home away from home, which is DisneyParksPodcast.com. We have all of our show archives uh, as well as our blog posts, links, and uh, connections to our great friends and sponsor destinations to travel. Again, if you're looking to book a vacation in 2020 or 2021 or beyond, go to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel for destinations to travel. Uh, anything else you want to add, my friend? No, I think I'm good. All right. Well, thanks for putting all this together as you do all that fun stuff in the background. And like I always say, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 